Welcome back to Safety First. I'm your host, Donovan Falls. And on this segment, we will be talking about DUI driving under influence. This is one of the main topics that I really think that we need to discuss here on this talk show. Um, this is one of the very important things where that I don't think people stress this enough. Like they, it's really under undermined in a way that people don't think this is something as really serious, but this is a really serious t- subject. For those that don't know, driving under influence is anyone who's operating a motorized vehicle or a vehicle with any type of drive train, they can get a DOI type of offense. When driving under alcohol or intoxicated with any type of drug, that is a very, that is a very, very, very serious issue. And most people don't really tend to think about how that can affect somebody's life in a way, or how that can affect their life, how many, the different types of risks that driving under influence can happen. So from an article called NHTSA.gov, it says every day, almost 30 people in the United States die in drunk driving crashes. That's one person every 50, 50 minutes. These deaths have fallen by a third in the last three decades, so decreasing. However, drunk driving crashes claim more than 10,000 lives per year. In 2010, the most recent year for which the cost data is available, these deaths and damage contributed to a cost of $44 billion. 30 people in the United States die in drunk driving crashes every day. 365 days a year, 30 people, that's 10,950 people. Almost 11,000 people a year. 11,000 lives die in drunk driving crashes. This is very serious. Very serious. There's, and I feel like as if you have, if you're responsible enough to drink, you should be responsible enough to know that you shouldn't be drinking while driving. Especially, let's get into how it affects your driving ability. Alcohol is a substance that reduces the function of the brain, impairing thinking, reasoning, and muscle coordination. All these abilities are essential to operating a vehicle safely. See, you need your body to function in order to steer, in order to move your legs. You need to have a be mentally stable in order to drive. So, driving under alcohol is under no circumstance necessary or I wouldn't say necessary. I want to say necessary. It's not reasonable. Like there should be no under any circumstances should you be driving under influence of alcohol or drugs, risking someone's life, risking your own life, risking being the um children's uncles, brothers, uncles, cousins, nephews, aunts, grandpas, grandpas not coming back because you decided to drive under influence of alcohol. The article also says as alcohol levels rise in the person's system, the negative effects on the central nervous system increase too. Alcohol is absorbed directly through the walls of the stomach and small intestine. Um, basically, you should not be driving if you have a, a BAC over 0.0 grams of alcohol in your system. 
which is, I think that's reasonable. Like, if you're drunk, you shouldn't be driving. You shouldn't be driving. It's, I think it's plain and simple as you shouldn't be driving. You won't have. Okay, BAC stands for blood alcohol concentration. So let's get into it. Uh, if you have 0.2 gram alcohol in your system, you have some of lost judgment, relaxation, slight body warmth, and altered mood. If you have 0.5, you have exaggerated behavior, may have loss of small muscle control, forcing your eyes, impaired judgment, usually good feelings, lower alertness, release of inhibition. If you have 0.8 grams of alcohol, you have muscle coordination become poor, balance, speech, vision, reaction time, and hearing, harder to detect, harder to detect danger, judgment, self-control, reasoning, and memory are impaired. If you have 0.10, you have clear de- deterioration of reaction time and control, slurred speech, poor coordination, and slow thinking. And if you have 0.15, you have far less muscle control than normal. Vomiting may occur unless this is levels reached slowly or a person has developed uh tolerance for alcohol, major loss of balance. I highly suggest please do not drink under driving. This is, it's, it's very irresponsible and very immature of you that you can drive under influence, risking someone's life, risking, let's get into the risk factors. It says drinking after driving, driving after drinking is deadly, deadly, can kill people, something you cannot get back. You can't get a life back. You can get a phone back, uh, material things, but you can't get your life back. You only get one life. Taking somebody's life because you decided to make a mistake, that's un- like you can't get that back. You can't get that time back. Yet it steals continues to happen across the United States. If you drive while impaired, you, should, you could get arrested or worse, be involved in a traffic crash that causes serious injury or death. Arrested. Jail time. Nobody wants to see their uncle, brother, sister, grandpa grandpa, cousin, nephew, niece in jail because they made this mistake. Or even worse, death. Nobody wants to be at their funeral because they made a mistake or somebody else made a mistake. Approximately one third of all traffic cash facilities in the United States involve drunk drivers with uh, blood alcohol consists of 0.8 grams or higher. In 2018, there were 10,511 people killed in these preventable crashes. Preventable crashes could be prevented. In fact, on average, uh, over the 10-year period from 2009 to 2018, more than 10,000 people die every year in drunk driving crashes. In every state, it's illegal to drive with a BAC of 0.8 higher, yet one person was killed in a drunk driving crash every 50 minutes in the United States in 2018. That's it's sad, like, it's very sad how people can just not, not think about and be so selfish how well, your actions can have affect other people and that's not okay. What's the main reason why I'm so, so people can listen, have safety first, safety first, please do not drive under influence. Consequences, consequences may vary. Driving a vehicle impaired is dangerous crime. Tough enforcement of drunk driving laws have been a major factor in reducing drunk driving since in 19th Charges range from misdemeanors of felony offenses and penalties for impaired driving. Car could include driver's license, re- uh, revoke, getting your license, driver's license revoked, fined, and jail time. 
and it's extremely expensive. A first-time offense can cost the driver upwards of $10,000 fines and legal fees. $10,000, that's $10,000 out your pocket because you decided to make that mistake. That can go to groceries, rent, car note. It's so many things just as simple as do not drink and drive. Ways we can avoid this and be more responsible and have a safer society. Plan your safe, number one, plan your safe ride home before you start the party. Choose a non-drinking friend or a designated driver. Have a plan. Plan. If you know you're going to party, you know you're going to be drinking, you're going to be a little tipsy. Have a person that you know that's going to be sober. Somebody, make sure you have a safe ride home or they can come pick you up from your destination location. Number two, if someone you know has been drinking, do not let that person get behind the wheel. Take it. Be a responsible person in that situation and do not do that because you're preventing lives. You're, I mean, not, you're safe. Yeah, you're preventing the death of lives. Number three, if you drink, do not drive for any reason. Call a taxi, a ride handling service, or have a sober friend pick you up. Uber, Lyft, it's so many ways that we can, you can get a ride. Pace bus. I don't know. Just don't drive behind the wheel. Have a safe and secure ride home. Whereas, uh, number four, if you're hosting a party where alcohol will be served, make sure all the guests leave with a sober driver. If you're having a, throwing a party, make sure everybody's attentive. They have a secure ride home. They need a ride home. Be that responsible person. If you're close to them, drive them home. Make sure everything is secure so that you're not partly responsible for whatever happens after the party. And number five, always wear your seatbelt. We've been, you've been getting hearing this from grade school, elementary school since you were a kid. We've grown up always wear your seatbelt. It's like it's gonna protect you. It's gonna protect you if in case anything happens. God forbid anything to happen, but so uh, your seatbelt can help you very and be very protective. And that's all. And that's what we have on today's segment of Driving Under Influence, a very informational segment. Please, please, under any circumstances, do not drive under influence. Be safe, be secure, and have safety first. I'm your host, Donovan Fos, and we'll see you next time on Safety First. Thank you.